to you direct from the After Hours Lounge in the living room of the best cigar smoking tap dancer east of just west of this very location. It's the Cigar Hacks, better known as a bunch of hacks, smoking cigars, etc. Our panel of hacks for this installment are the Brooklyn Chick. How you doing? All right, we have the new member of the hacks tonight. And here in the studio, we have Cigar Hack Dave, your humble monster producer. Uh, we'll be bringing in the other guys on a recording later, but we'll get to that a little more later. Okay, we have our uh, segments are the Blind Cigar Review, but it won't be blind because we know what we're smoking because it's pretty obvious, but we're not telling you yet. We'll tell you later. All right, and then we have a little current events in the cigar world, local smoke. We have a lot of things going on in nearby establishments. We have a local spotlight cigar lounge review. It's not so local this time. It's coming from Texas. That's it. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. No conspiracy corner because we have the special recording. And we'll do the Hidden Herf reveal and recap at the end of all this. You can find us all over the internet, the usual places, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. All right. Let's jump right into the hidden, not so hidden Herf. No, we're just not telling you what it is yet, but we're going to cut them up. And light them up. You, you gotta cut. cut this for me. Oh, we're ready. Let me cut your cigar there. You know, I gotta tell you, your music sounds like it's coming from like a porn movie. <laughs> I swear. Every time I hear that, I'm like, what the what hell? What do you think? It's boing, boink, it's boink, boink. Bow, wow. It's like, seriously. <laughs> it's like, that's what you picked? <laughs> it's what I picked. That's what you picked? Yeah, but hey, it's distinctive. Right? Well, I guess. Yeah, sort of. I guess that's sort of kind of. Here you go. You need a light there? There you go. Let's get your lid up. You're on. Yeah, and I know you really enjoy watching me suck this long stick. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. That's recorded, by the way. No kidding. Okay, so we're smoking a... Oh, okay. It's like a five and a half by 32-ish thing here. Okay. okay so I'll just... What do you think? Have you had this before? No, I don't think so. It's not bad. I did buy you some of these once before. Did I don't, you? Think, I don't, I don't remember. know if you smoked them or not yet. It might still be in the box downstairs. Yeah. Well, this was Cigar of the Year at Cigar Authority. Yeah, it's got a decent draw. Anybody who's up on the Cigar Authority Cigar of the Year knows what we're smoking already. That's it. All right. So we have a couple things here we got to get into before we get into our, our special event here. Right. All right. I'm just going to run through current events. And then after we do the current events, we'll uh, talk about this cigar a little more. And then we'll launch into this special recorded episode that we have that is just too funny. By the way, I'm really enjoying my, what do you call this? My, oh, yeah. My cigar juice. What the Cast f- is the podcast juice? Cigar hit? juice. No, cigar gotta... juice is something else. All right. <laughs> the hammer and sickle vodka bottle is sitting on the table as usual. It's Set. the podcast juice. It's the mascot of the cigar hacks. And tonight we're having hammer and sickle and pineapple. With pineapple, yes. Mm-hmm. Pineapple and lemon seltzer. It's really good. It's actually pretty awesome. And that's, and that's actual stand. ice cubes you hear in there. Yeah, yeah, that's not a sound effect. Let's just do the current events because the, uh, the recorded session is just there's uh, something we want to get to. So over at uh, Carlo Rose on Saturday, April twenty one, you got the Raw American Hip Hop Exhibition, twenty eighteen. So that's cigars, hookah, and hip hop. Oh, that should be awesome. Yeah, that's something you would love. I would love that. Yeah. So on the twenty first, we can go right. over to. The Carlo- al- I'm already planning my outfit. <laughs> You're already planning my outfit for this. Mm-hmm. 
And the hair will be extra turquoise. <laughs> now, Carla Rose has a, a room in the back where they have a little stage and whatnot. They do their, their shows back there. It's kind of nice. They where do, is it? They do a lot of metal. It's in uh, Pelham, New Hampshire, right on 38, oh. right at the border. All right. So it's right there. You know where uh, Somerville Lumber used to be, like 30 years ago? Like I remember that? Yeah. Oh, I know yeah, exactly. It's over there. Somerville Lumber. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, Dave? <laughs> It's over right, there. Okay, O'Shea's Irish Tavern. You've been there. I've been there. That place mm-hmm. was awesome. On Thursday, 7 to 9, open mic with Mando and the Goat. You go in there, and uh, Mando and the Goat are two guys, actually. It's not an actual goat. <laughs> okay. Goat singing? Yeah, right. Goat singing. And what they have is an oh, open mic God. night. You can go and kind of jam with them. So you can oh, sing. Gosh. They'll play music, and you can sing, or you uh-huh. can bring your instrument and play with them or whatnot. So or you can just the, watch them. Or you can just watch them. If you're tone deaf, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like me. Or you can look for the goat. Uh, on Saturdays, <laughs> Fridays and Saturdays, there they have live mu- music. This Friday the 20th, they're having the Shrunken Dog Heads. Oh, and on uh, Friday the 27th is Sons of Thunder, Dirty Grandpa Wild Trivia on uh, 5-3. That's out in May already. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, X-rated trivia clinic. Oh, that's what thing. Dirty Grandpa is? Dirty Grandpa, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's all at uh, O'Shea's up in Nashua. Michael's in Worcester on May 5th. We've got Dr. Robert. It's a band. And Tino's up in Hampton, New Hampshire. Third Thursday cigar night on the deck on the 19th. That's this Thursday. They're having the My Father's Steak and Cigar Dinner again. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, you and I went to that last time. Yeah, that was really good. And we can't make it this time or we would be going. No, because I have to dance. Mm-hmm. That's right. The best tap dancer. That's it. Though I'm not Cigar smoking tap dancer. East of just west. There you go. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know it. So, uh, Tino's, every third Thursday, they have cigar night, and every once in a while, they'll have the ticketed event, which is a fancy four-course dinner, and that's what they're doing uh, this week. Two guys. they got a lot of events going on at Two Guys. They've really got their calendar filled up. On 425, uh, next Wednesday, they have Terrence Riley from Casa Fernandez for the Argana Rosa Experience. What is that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's all it says on the event. So it's some kind of some kind of thing. So some guy from a cigar place is going to be there. And it's cool. So what kind of experience are we? I don't know have? what it. Again, a rosa is. So I have to look it up. All right. Yeah, we've been talking about that for a few weeks, and I still haven't looked it up. So, okay, Jorge Padron is going to be at two guys uh, on the nineteenth at the uh, Seabrook, uh, two to five, and Salem six to eight, and then on Friday the twentieth. You'll be in Nashville from 11 to 4. So if you want to meet Jorge Padron, get over to two guys that weekend. Saturday, May 5th is the 33rd anniversary dinner. Tickets go on sale. This is a big deal. They sell out like that day. So that's the first Saturday in May every year. And if you want to go, you have to get them on that day. And you can only get them in Salem, right? No, any store. Any any of the three stores. Any of the stores Mm -hmm. have them. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Are we going this year? If you want to go, we can go. We can certainly do it. Got to win the grand prize this year, though. (laughs) I was close. You know what the grand prize is this year? What is it? It's the Trans Am. It's the uh, Smoking the Bandit Trans Am. (sighs) All right. We got to go. Right? That's the whole thing this year, Smoking the Bandit. Definitely. Did you have fun last year? That was awesome. We hung out with the Hammer and Sickle guys. I know, and I Mm. won a a patio eater. Mm Mm-hmm. It's still in the garage in the box. No, well, we're going to set that up. Yeah. You got to do that for me. Yep. Poke it up. All right. <laughs> so it can go with the other one that's on the patio that we never use. We use, uh, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it. something because I don't want you I to have to edit me out. I haven't please. used it in a year. Don't so. even go there. Well, maybe it's last summer. <laughs>
still was snow today. Well, okay. This April snowed. All right. It did snow today. It did snow today. <laughs> it's still snowing. All right. In April. Mm-hmm. All right. So, also at Two Guys, Wednesday, June 6th, happy hour with Rocky Patel, cigar dinner at Castaways in Seabrook, New Hampshire. So, if you want to meet Rocky Patel... Go get yourself some tickets to this dinner event. Yeah. And uh, you can meet Rocky, who was on Fox News not a couple of weeks ago, talking about the cigar industry and everything. It was kind of cool. All right. Ooh, this cigar is actually pretty good. Smoking away here. No wonder it was number one. Yep. All right. So June 16th, Saturday, is the two guys' father and son slash daughter cigar dinner, sponsored by Hammer and Sickle over at the Tuscan Kitchen. Now, I'm going to assume, is that Father's Day? Oh, maybe that is, is that what that is. is? Because oh, it's all like mother and son or mother and daughter. It's Father's Day. That is correct. That's got to be right. You are correct. I am, because I'm good that way. I didn't make that connection. You didn't, and you're a right. father. Yeah, it's uh, Tuscan Kitchen under the stars, so I guess they're going to be out the on the patio would, there. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it doesn't rain that day, or snow. Yeah, really? Yeah, maybe all it'll luck. be warm by then. Could That's be. another two months out. It's going to so. be hot as hell with all luck. Mm-hmm. So two guys got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. All right. Twins, 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 twins. You know what that's all about? I have no idea. Because Nick works there. I'm sure you're going to tell me that. Because Nick works there. And then whenever he's on, he talks about twins and we have to do the twins jingle. Oh, I see. To bust his chops. You know? Yeah, twins. They had that really good beer that tasted like cream soda. Yes, they did. That they was always awesome. have good, good beer and stuff. That over was there. awesome. Okay, they're having the Ashton Grand Tasting at Hookset on Saturday the 21st from 11 to 4. On 518, they're having a CLE from 4 to 8. Christian Aroa will be at Twins. What's CLE? Is that a brand? That's his initials. Oh. CLE is Christian L. Aroa. That's a brand. CLE. All right. Not Sorry, be, I'm a Neo. Not to be here. confused with Husto Aroa, which Husto. is JRE, same family. And oh, by the way, these cigars are from their farm. Noticed on the box, it's a row of farm. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Smokey Joe's in Worcester, the Rumors Nightclub, on Mondays, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. every week. They have some shindig over there on Mondays at Rumors, and that's connected to Smokey Joe's Cigar Lounge, yep. which is very cool. You've been there. I've mm-hmm. been there. It was really nice. The people there were nice. I really liked them. Yes, we did a little review of them a couple of weeks back. you got, you got to really look for it, though, if you're trying to find it. you got to look for the cigars sticking out of the building. <laughs> We drove like past it a couple times. Like, where the hell are we going? Here? We're going to add that to the uh, hidden gems. Yeah, seriously, um, people were really nice there. I like those people. Add it to the hidden gems list because there's a whole bunch of stores or shops that are like that. If you don't yeah. know that they drive right by, and I've done it to, I can't tell you how many Smoky Joe's, Seacoast, El Toro. I mean, literally, right by. Get the GPS as you're here and where. <laughs> yeah, seriously, don't see it. That was crazy. So there's a bunch like that. Okay, so that's yep. it for current events. Well, what do you think? We're going to talk about this little cigar for a few minutes here. and uh, Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. It was number one only. Well, it wasn't this size. It was the other. A different size was like a Robusto yeah. or something like that. Because I went through the, the, little, the little sticks. Because this is a 32. Oh, uh, okay. This is smaller than a Lancero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely a petite, petite. Yes, that's just because that's how I am. Yep. That's how you roll. That's it. You know it. Okay. Local spotlight. The local spotlight. The local spotlight. And Fuego Cigar Shop, Rockwell, Texas. Okay. Right near the Hilton Hotel. Okay, so let me give you a little background here. Wilkin Chick was on business trip last week and 
was down in Texas for a couple days. Being the cigar hack that I am, I did a quick little recon lookup to see what was in the area. I went on to our website, jumped over to the lounges and bars page, and jumped from there to Cigar Aficionados Where to Smoke. We yeah. At the bottom of our page there, we have all those links to all that. Cigar Planner has all the events. There's two of them that are like where to smoke places and two links that are event links. So I went on there and did a quick check to see what was in the area and found out that in Fuego was literally next door. It was. On a hotel. windy day, I could have spit on it from my hotel. It was... Was that close? It was like it was right less there. than 30, 60 second walk from it the front was. of the hotel to where this thing is. It's right next door. Absolutely. And so I immediately, when I figured that out, informed the Brooklyn chick there was a cigar lounge in the vicinity. And so she got her cigar smoking buddies who she was down there with to yeah. go join her down there. So we're going to have her do the review now. Go right ahead. All right. Well, on Fuego, it was, uh, you know, bring your own booze, cigar lounge, um, really nice people. Uh, a lot of seating outside, too. So we went there. It was a beautiful day in Texas. Went in. They have a really nice, big L-shaped humidor that runs behind the entire shop. There were, like, a bunch of guys in there playing poker. They had, like, a big, nice high table for that. A couple different couch areas to sit and chat. Another high table. And... My buddies and I, we all went in. We picked different cigars. We went outside. It was beautiful. It was great. We brought our own beer and wine. You know, we were enjoying the night. So there was a table out front, some on the side. Um, We were, you know, we were there on business. So, you know, we weren't really going to get trashed. We had to go to work the next day. So I had this like 12-pack of Stella with like pretty much half full. So I walked in and with my little open and asked everybody who who wants a beer. Otherwise, the maid's getting it at the hotel the next morning. So <laughs> walked around and met all these people. I met somebody that, you know, worked like in Chelmsford, Mass, like for four years, like down the road from where, you know, we worked and uh, had a chat with this guy, really nice people. Another person worked for a division of the same company I work for now, met him and his wife, met this other guy. I gave you his card, does the custom cutters. Jim. Jim. Jim does custom cutters and lighters. So Cutters by Jim. Yeah, cutters by Jim was awesome. WWW Cigar Cutters by Jim. And he showed me this really nice heavy cutter. He had U.S. Air Force on it. And the couple I was talking to also had their daughters really into Audrey Hepburn. And he had made for their, her birthday a really pretty cutter and lighter with an Audrey Hepburn theme on it. Mm-hmm. So... You know, went around, passed out beers, talked to all these people. I mean, it seems like any of the cigar bar or most of the cigar lounges you go to, you find, you know, everybody's like really nice hanging out there, you know, but it seemed like it was sort of, you know, we had like things in common with a lot of people there. So it was really nice. And if you look out front, I noticed on the sign on the picture, they're going to have something for Cinco de Mayo. Oh, really? So, yeah. So (laughs) if you're down in Rockwall, Texas on May 5th, 5th. there. coming up. Go stop on in and Fuego brought you back some cigars. And in your honor, I did smoke a Lancero. I smoked the Don Pepin uh, Garcia with the blue ribbon. So I said, yeah, where's the Lanceros? Like I knew what I was talking about. Yeah, I right. mean, I know what they are. But <laughs> yep, the blue label. So, I mean, it was it was really nice. We had fun. There was like six of us sitting outside, mm-hmm. drinking, smoking. Because Jim's a nice guy. You know, give yep. me business. He goes to a lot of local fairs down there, I guess, and yep. different things and sets up. And so it's if you want cool. anything custom made. So, yes, Texas this was, was kind of an interesting trip. We had a couple of interesting stories there. Like yeah. driving from the Dallas-Fort Worth airport, 
Well, first we get we get there to get our car. It says, well, your company has a special. You can upgrade to a luxury vehicle for $25. So, of course, I immediately, because it is my birthday when we're getting oh, there, that right. I flew right. all day birthday, yeah. on my birthday. Um, so, well, what kind of car is it? Well, it's an Infiniti Q60. I'm like, Paul, get the car. <laughs> my birthday, get the car. Get the car. <laughs> this is an awesome car with this silver. It was a 2018, 125 miles on the car. Wow. It Brand was new. awesome. Brand new, off the rack, right into the Hertz slot. So we're driving. So we're driving down, you know, we got a ways to go from Dallas to Rockball. So we're driving. I'm looking up. I'm like, why is the interior light on? So I pull like the, I'm taking like the owner's manual out. I'm looking and it's like everything about computers and there's nothing about the flights. I'm like, nothing basic. So I'm like, okay, did you turn something on? So then I look over, I go, why is that big warning light showing? And we're going like, you know, 75 well, the down, door's 60. Open, right? She's got the door open. She's like, yeah, my, like, I have the window open, but I'm like, I put my fingers out. I'm like, you got, like, so we're driving down the highway from the airport. With the door with open. With the door open. Nice. With this big warning sign in front of her. It's like, not oblivious. Like, it was hysterical. So, so we're there, like, to the next, so we're, you know, work the next day, and there's a whole big group. There's a big user testing going on, people from all divisions and everything. So, you know, we were talking about the rooms and everything. And she's like, yeah, you know, I don't have, I don't have much counter space on my, in my bathroom. I'm like, what? I'm like, mine's like huge. I'm like, I got all stuff all over the place. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so then we, you know, we go through the next day and we go out to dinner and she decides to go up. I'm hanging out with Alicia. We're drinking glasses of wine. All of a sudden she sends us a picture and it's a room number. It's just handicapped under it. So I start cracking up. I'm like, no wonder you sink a small. You got to roll your wheelchair up to it. I'm like, didn't you notice all the bars in your shower? I was, I I mean, seriously, you, most people, if you get a handicap room, it's obvious. She's like, yeah, that's why it's so wide. I'm like, yes, you can wheel yourself around it. It was just between the car, between between driving with the door open and being oblivious that she's got like bars all over to keep herself up. <laughs> it's good when you come back from the, the, the cigar lounge after having a too few too many. Huh? Oh my god! It's like seriously. It was funny though. We had we had a really good time, but it was really nice. It was really nice. It was a nice little lounge there in Rockwell. And and Fuego had cigar, uh, tobacco shops has three locations. They have they're in Frisco, Rockwall, and Murphy, Texas. And by the way, I'm drinking your podcast juice because I finished You ran mine. out of yours and you're drinking mine now? I ran out of mine. I'm drinking yours. Okay. You're not getting it back. Yeah. <laughs> so like I said, it's okay. you know, single to Maya, you're one. in the area. Stop by. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the Cutters, cutters it's www.cigarcuttersbygym. Yeah. It's like for Jim's Cigar Cutters. Yeah. So if you're looking for something custom, definitely go see Jim. Yep. And the cigars that came back from Texas for me are a Southern Draw Jacob's Ladder, about a 5 by 60 ish Nice one there. We have an Espinosa. It's like a Corona. And we have a Quick Draw, Southern Draw. It's called a Quick Draw. It's like a Petite Corona size. That's very nice. And the special Texas edition, Monte Cristo Connoisseur, Connecticut wrapper. The big ass cigar, and that one. This yeah. is like a 70 by five ish, six, five and a half by 70 yeah. ish kind of thing. It's big. Yeah. You know how they, everything's always everything's bigger. It's big in, in Texas. Texas. That got the big Texas star That's on it and right. everything. It does. It does. That's it. It's a beautiful thing. Okay. So thank you for those Texas hey, finds. You're we'll little be, me. We'll be trying those 
later on. So let's yes. do a in her reveal here for the listeners. Yeah. This is an Aladino. This is a Aroa. If you look at the label there, right on the band, it says yep. J R E. Yeah. Honduras. So this is the uh, Santee. Five and a half by 32. So there we have it. That's the cigar is the Aladino. And it's great. Yes. It's number one on uh, Cigar Authority's Cigar of the Year. Not this size, but this same blend. And in fact, they just came out with the Maduro version of this like two weeks ago. They had a, a coming out party over at Two Guys for the Maduro. Coming out party. Oh, my God. I still, yes. I still like I'm the launch. I guess it's I guess it's the launch. Well, coming the out. Official thing. The stories. launch. Okay. So what else is on the agenda here? Move these cigars out of the way. And we'll get to the next thing here. So we can do a little uh, recap on this cigar here, or a little halfway through, and then we'll do the recap at the end. How's that working out for you Good. there? Mine went out because I put it down while I was yakking. Yeah, no, mine didn't go out. Well, I stopped smoking mine. I well, it keeps sucking on itself. Yeah, right. As I guess that's you... why it keeps going. Well, that's the thing with their small ring gauges. They don't stay lit as easily as the big ring gauges. That's why some people like bigger ring gauges because they stay lit more. Yeah, well. The small ones, you got to kind of tend to them a little, a little more. Yeah, well, some people think size matters. For flavor, the smaller ones uh, generally, generally work better. You get different wrapper to binder. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, you get go, a, a yeah okay, you wrapper. go there. Yeah, yeah get different wrapper to binder. Tell me story, get Well, that's wrapper why I like to binder. Yeah, okay, get, you get, get with the same blend in a Lancero versus a Robusto or a Toro, you get completely different flavor profiles with the same blend because of the different, you have less filler and uh, whatnot. You have more binder and wrapper ratio to filler. All right. So you get a different flavor profile. So there you go. You get Lanceros tend to burn a little hotter sometimes, so you got to... You can't smoke them too fast. Did you ever put your thermometer thing you got there? That electric no, but here, at this, the is, end of a this cigar? is how you do it. Hold your cigar like that. I'm not holding my cigar like that. I'm no, you can feel cigar. it. No, no, you can feel the temperature yeah, by doing no, that. I right? Know. You feel it. You hold the cigar with the ash vertical or up. And you hold it yeah. right under the ash. You can feel the temperature of the cigar right under there. Right? Well, my fa- I have no idea what that temperature is. It's hot. The temperature it's, is well, hot. Well, if, if you can hold it, it's not too hot. Oh, you mean others you can't hold? No, yeah. If you get it too the hot. I mean, it's, the, if it's burning down behind the wrapper there, oh, yeah, it's yeah, too yeah. hot. So that's the story there. You should that's, shoot it with your thermometer. Yeah, you could do that, right? Check the temperature. Little science Do a little there. science, yeah. Yep. A little but this is, stuff. This is the Steve Saka technique. It was credited to Steve Saka. Oh, all right. Yeah. Who was, by the way, was sitting at the table next to us at the Two Guys thing last September. All right. I don't know if you remember Steve. He was right there. Okay, so. No, I remember. Who was from Florida? There were a lot of guys from Florida. No. The, my, the, the uh, Perdomos? The Perdomos, oh, yeah. Yes, they're my yes. buddies, yeah. Yeah. Janine and Nick. Yeah, yeah Janine and Nick. Me and Nick, we're going to go shopping at Bonnie's Warehouse together. <laughs> Nick? Yeah. He's a shop dresser, that guy. Oh, yeah, man. He shops online like I do. Same yeah. spots. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're kindred spirits. <laughs> you got it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is a truism. That's it. Okay. So we're going to cut into uh, this recording that was done on St. Patrick's Day at Nick the Nasty's house after we recorded the episode for that week. Mm-hmm. We called up the guys from the Retrohale podcast out in Colorado because they were just getting in from work and whatnot because they are a couple hours after us. We called them up to just shout out to them, say hello. And we ended up, you know, pushing the record button. Actually, they did too, right? <laughs> because this stuff is podcast gold, let me tell you. And we recorded for an hour or so, edited it up, and there's lots of beeps because we weren't actually recording. Right. And so it was it got pretty raunchy in some spots, and those spots are just not even in here. There's whole sections that I just we just could not 
put on here. But I got like 45 minutes of really funny stuff. It is pretty funny. It is. It is pretty funny. Everything from, uh, oh, I don't even want to say. Yeah, just let it rip. <laughs> just, just let, let, it, let rip. it rip. It's just hilarious. So we're going to put that on now, and uh, you can enjoy that. That's with the the boys from the Retro Hail. That's Mark and Brett. And also in in attendance were Nick the Nasty, Nurse Rick, Comedy Chris, and myself. So the four of us on this end, those two guys on that end, they Skyped in. We hit record. I'm glad we did. So here it is. We were right in the middle of doing some voiceovers. Do you mind if I just finish one up real quick? Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, here we go. Here we go. Quiet on the set. <laughs> <laughs> like many fly fishermen in western Montana, where the summer days are almost arctic in length, I often do not start fishing until the cool of the evening. Then, in the arctic half-light of the canyon, all existence fades to a being of my soul and memories and the sounds of the big Blackfoot River and a four-count rhythm, and the hope that a fish will rise. Eventually all things merge into one, and a river runs through it. The river was cut by the world's great flood and runs over rocks from the basement of time. On some of those rocks are... T- <laughs> how, how dare you start laughing when I'm... <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do anything. I was really into that shit. That was my... Mock blew up before anything. It wasn't us, man. I was into that shit. What's man. the movie? What's the movie? A river runs through it. Hell yeah. <laughs> we have we have our studio set up and we use it for karaoke. We use it for fucking voiceover work. Like everything we can. It's so much fun to listen to. Oh man. I was like, no, dude, I got, I'm telling you, I'm going to do this right when they call. Just check it out. Oh, God. I was like, come on. It's soothing. Hit the button. It was a little flat. I thought it was a little flat. It wasn't deep enough. Hit that Mm. thing. Yeah, I I, I didn't feel it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but if he goes any deeper, if he goes any deeper, he's going to be Phil Henry. (laughs) Seriously, I was thinking about that the other day. I would would love love to Phil Henry, by the way. Why is it so much? Why is it an echo? Is that here's, another, here's another, here's another thing, thing that, that we do. do. You ready, you ready Mark? Mark? Yeah. yeah. One, One, two, two three. three. Mother, Mother, do you, do you think, think they'll, they'll drop, drop the bomb? <laughs> <laughs> Mother, do you think they'll like this song? <laughs> Even crank up the effects a little, a little bit more. Mother, Mother do, do you think they'll try to break my balls? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, man. man. Oh, have good time. Time. <laughs> what are you guys up to? Rick said, Rick said you guys just get your curling stones broken. <laughs> Ooh. So this is Chris. I don't know this if you've met Chris, but com- this is no. comedy Chris. No. How you doing, guys? Never been better. How are you? Very good. So are we you guys were- all from New Hampshire? We are. Yeah. Well, Chris lives oh, down nice. the street from me, and we're actually at my house now. Yeah, uh, we're recording. We recorded two shows. We were in my smoking room. And- yeah. Oh, happy Sandys. You guys have happy Sandys out there. Yeah, yeah, we don't support weed here in Colorado. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Dude, dude you support curling. You might as well smoke. <laughs> right. I love curling. That is you a know performance enhancing drug for curling. <laughs> Calms you down. So we yeah. did our first episode. I brought Cubans. So we had Monte Cristo ones. Nice. And, oh, um, nice. Yeah, that's right. what I supplied. 
One of our oh, listeners, David in South Korea, sent us a couple of Monte Cristo number two Cubans yeah. that were fantastic. Yes, with the uh, Monte Cristo ones, we did the cold draw or the uh, pre light draw. I said, man, this smells like curling chalk. <laughs> 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 Just for you guys. Is there such thing curling as curling chalk? chalk? Nah, I made it up. Oh, I was gonna <laughs> but say, I figured, what the hell? Fucking such thing as curling chalk? <laughs> Maybe wax? You said uh, there was wax or something like that? <laughs> so we're over here with diet. <laughs> I was on both podcasts, I was making curling jokes. Oh, nice. There's what nothing funny about curling, bro. That's serious. <laughs> serious. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I got to tell you guys, today something happened to me that I've been dreading all my life, mm. and it, it finally happened, and it was as bad as I ever thought it would be. I literally have a f- cheese grater injury, Whoa. and it's deep, and it took me like an hour and a half to make it stop bleeding. What Ooh. the Just f- happened? I was, I was grating some potatoes to make some hash browns, <laughs> and my f- Thumb knuckle, like oh. like where like where your thumb meets your hand. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just hit that mother. Oh. It. it went deep, and then the grossest. Yeah, yeah, the grossest thing was I had to like take the piece of skin that it grated oh, yeah, off yeah. and like throw it away. Holy! Uh, yeah. Yeah. that's a serious injury right there. Yeah. Uh, take some electrical the tape the and wrap it. <laughs> that's it. Take that <laughs> up and keep going. That's what my wife would have said. You damn right, and I. Well, I threw away the hash browns because they were full of blood. Well, I, my wife told me my wife would have said to wash them off and use them. Yeah, rub some dirt on it and get back in the game. Yeah, right. <laughs> Tape it up, wrap it up. And that's it. Go back in the game. We in, also in uh, in a show chopped. They would say, "Here's your ingredients: potatoes, cheese, eggs." And skin. Yes. It's <laughs> your secret ingredient. Now do something you with it. <laughs> do something with it. Hey, you've heard of blood sausages. This is oh, uh, a yeah. blood. Dude, I had a blood sausage oh, a couple years ago. Holy shit. That was the nastiest shit I've ever had in my life. I've had some nasty shit, man. And, like, I don't mind, like, gamey, because we, up here in in New Hampshire, we we do the deer, so venison is is probably, like, a a normal dish at this point. Uh, Sure. And you kind of get gamey from that, and there's ways of cooking it where you can cook the game out of it. And I'm kind of used to that gaminess. Because I eat my steaks raw. Yeah, um, me too. And but that was just—it was just pure blood with rice and a <laughs> rice meat and a uh, sausage. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> so on, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's what it was. It was bad. It was rice and beans. It was chicharron and and everything, all Spanish food, right? And then they had like the last plate was blood sausage. And I thought it was, I don't know if you guys ever seen it. I thought it was like the Chinese sausages. Like they like I thought it was that. So I grabbed like three or four of them, right? Because in the market over here, well, you can get them. And oh my God, I can eat a whole a, a pack of those mothers, right? So I'm like, oh, the Chinese sausages, man. Uh, who brought these, right? So I bit into them, and I immediately it hit me. I'm like, this isn't Chinese. I'm like, this is blood or something. And they're like, Nick, it's blood sausage. I'm like, yeah, I'm not eating this. I had to put them back. It was embarrassing. Did they uh, have menudo? The what? Menudo? Because menudo. 
Oh, it's a soup made out of tripe, basically. Yeah, it's like, Whoa. I think it's stomach lining. Yeah, they yeah, say it's a really lining. good cure for like a hangover. I'll, I'll just have really? a hangover if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm not I'll enjoy it. Thank you. That's guts. <laughs> no, I've never had that. And I've been around, my God, I've been around Spanish cooking. And it's Italian. Tripe. Is tripe it? is Italian. Well, tripe yeah. is Italian, but yeah, what but he menudo said, is the menudo Mexican. is... is, yeah. is well, if it's not Puerto Rican or Cuban, I'm really not versed on it because my wife's Puerto Rican and Cuban, so most of the dishes that I have is from both of those cultures. So if it's like Mexican or Guatemalan or something like that, I'm definitely not having it. I, I haven't had it. There's some that I just refuse to eat, and one of them is menudo. I don't care. I'd rather have a hangover than eat guts. Yeah. I, I, I'm just not – I'm not down for it at all. I mean – I clean I clean the guts out of my fish because I don't want to eat the guts. I want to eat the meat, <laughs> not the fillet. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Even, even like even black people say that. Oh, we eat the things that we eat because that's what the white man threw away. I'd yeah. starve to death. I'd be a dead. <laughs> wow. Well, this isn't the 1700s where well, this right. slavery where you had to eat that. You don't have to eat that anymore. Like I understand. Like that's that's what all we, I'm on the same page with you. You know what I mean? Like they're like, oh well, this is the stuff that they threw away, so it's our heritage, so we eat it. And it's like I understand that, but what? Is go to McDonald's, go get a double quarter pounder with cheese or some. I don't uh, know, man. Is it, is isn't, that, isn't that what a haggis is? A <laughs> uh, haggis is something else. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I used to check this out. Eat some weird. Check, too, I guess. Check it out, man. I used to eat every night. I used to do a security job, a 10-hour security job. There was a 24-hour McDonald's. Put to go get something to eat at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And the meals that I used to get were four double quarter pounders with cheese, a large fry, and a large iced tea, a sweet tea from McDonald's. I used to eat Dude, that every night. Every I'm night. I'm a large man. I, I weigh about 260. I'm about 5'11". Yeah. And I can eat – I can almost finish one double quarter pounder. Which, what? Like, I don't understand these people that can eat <laughs> so much food. Like, I, I think it's because I'm, I I feel like I probably have IBS. Like, I'll I don't know. I mean, double quarter pounder with cheese, and I am almost <laughs> Like, if I <laughs> off, I'm <gonna laughs> myself. <laughs> Myself. I can oh, yeah. right now I can eat so much. Right now I could right now I could probably have three. I, I don't eat yeah. wow. I don't eat as much as I used to. When I was like two fifty, two fifty five, I was eating probably somewhere eight to nine thousand calories a day. But I was in the gym four hours a day. Yeah, you know you're the I mean? gorilla of the group. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a I'm I'm not the a silverback. The silverback. <laughs> yeah. Um but I don't eat as I don't I try to just eat as much as I could, but I'm not on that level like I used to. When I was up, man, I was up at 260, 265. I was, I was eating two pizzas a day, dude. Like I mean, well, like whole pizzas a day. If we need yeah. to hook you guys up. I don't. I forget if we mentioned uh, the Fat Boy Crew, uh, oh, yeah. the Scoundrel Cigar uh, Group on Facebook. Oh. Uh, that sounds like a Fat Boy uh, <laughs> challenge. Whoa. Having three. Quarter pounders, double quarter, double pounders. quarter pounders. Those are like Jesus those are like Christ. nothing. Like I can, like I said, like waking up in the morning, I can do two. Like no problem. Like those are just yeah. like part of. <laughs> I couldn't even do two McDoubles without 
my pants. Oh. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. You definitely might have IBS, yeah. bro. Yeah. And I'm a fat guy. I mean, I think uh, I'm sure that I have some kind of cancer or something that uh. just makes me every time I try, like the only thing that I can eat until I just can't eat anymore is like a really rare steak. I will just keep yeah, going and man. going and going on that. The biggest steak I'm you ever had. Out of Oh. <laughs> yes. You guys aren't recording this, are you? Oh no, not at all. <laughs> what? Uh, By the way, these aren't... are the boys of Colorado. <laughs> what's What's the biggest steak you've ever had? Forty pound porterhouse. Dude, forty ounce. Forty ounce. Forty ounce. I, for, I ounce yeah, but that's not a, that's 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 not a sirloin though. That's yeah. not like a hundred percent meat. Oh, yeah, delicious. I don't. I don't but it's think not that I would have yeah, too much trouble doing the old ninety sixer or whatever they have there in in Texas. Yeah, where if you if you eat the whole thing, it's free. Oh, yeah, I, you got to eat the grizzle. I, just, I can eat the yeah. grizzle. Yeah. You got to eat the grizzle and the fat. The biggest, the biggest sirloin. It was at now when I go big, I have to do sirloin because I can't really get around the fat and all that. Shit. I have to eat it from the oh. whole thing. I had a thirty six ounce sirloin. At this place called Texas Roadhouse that we have in New Hampshire, and I'm, we have those too. Yeah. Oh, and their biggest one that they produce is a 36 ounce sirloin in a sirloin, and I had that from start to finish. I was it was just so good, and it was rare. It was when it came to me, it was sitting in a pool of blood. My yeah. wife almost got up and left me there. Were there I any just hash a little bit. In my hash browns. In there, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was that's just not the so meat good. sweats. That's something else. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh. It was situation. sitting in a pool of blood. It was just so good. And then the lady comes over. She has the balls to come over and ask me if I need an A1. I'm like, are you <laughs> me right now? I'm like, I'm dipping it in the blood, and I'm eating it. I'm like, get the <laughs> away from me. I, yeah, I mean. It provides its own sauce. Exactly. Exactly, <laughs> man. Oh, so good. When it comes to steak, I mean, just walk it through a hot room. It's, I'm good. <laughs> Hey, you can you can bring me a cow. I'll carve off what I want and ride the rest home. Did I tell you? I told I told you the guy. I told you guys a story about when I was in uh, the the supermarket and I had a. I was just fresh out of the gym. Did I tell you of that story? I don't think so. I don't know. We've only Probably. talked about it twice. <laughs> I know. True. There you go. Jeez, Nick. Yeah. What do you want me to do? That was that was that was a crazy day, dude. Well, tell us the story. Oh, yeah, you haven't, haven't heard. I don't think I've heard it. No. So. I was. I went to the gym early, early in the morning. Have you ever noticed, Mark? I'm sorry to interrupt you, bro. Have you ever noticed that going to the gym is like the opposite of Fight Club? It's like the first rule of going to the gym is never stop talking about going to the That's gym. That's true. Hey, bro. Well, most of how many times most, you go to the gym, dude. Most of my day revolves around the gym. That's why. It's the opposite Most, of Planned Parenthood. Yeah, no one ever talks about going to yeah, Planned Parenthood. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the, so. But, I was getting a, I was getting an abortion this morning. <laughs> and, uh, Most of my day. See, most of my I day. Had half have to of go. my father out in the car that I was looking forward to smoking. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on, brother. Sorry about no, that. That's all right. yeah. So I I hit the gym early and I was in the gym for. <laughs> he still. Starts the story with. <laughs> I did. All right, we so, get it. All right, work so out. after the. <laughs> <laughs> so after a four-hour workout, right? Oh my I go, god! 
Just go die, bro. All right. So I'm in the market, right? When, when, when nuclear war hits, it's I'm not going to be like the f- is going to be going along the ground going, oh, yeah. he's in shape. Oh, over him. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> it's going to kill us all. <laughs> Stop. Enjoy uh, your life more. I am. So I'm in the market, right? How'd you get to Ooh. the market? Where were you coming from? <laughs> I'm trying to continue. You're what like, were you at? Place market where you basket. challenge gravity. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, like I haven't had anything to eat. So I'm like shaking, right? So I'm like, I'm like, I gotta grab the nearest thing, and I'm going through all the packaged meat. And so I grab the nearest steak that I can get, right? Because I usually eat my steak rare or raw yeah. or anything like that, right? So I just grab this steak, this sirloin, take it out of the package, and I'm eating it in the aisle, <laughs> right in, in front of everything, right? So I'm just, just eating it, eating it, right? And I'm halfway through, and I look to my side, and there's an old lady, a little old lady, and she's like, you know you got to cook that, right? <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't. I'm like, yeah, I know. So I go, right? Rest of my shopping and everything, and I get up, and I have all my groceries, and at the end is an empty styrofoam, <laughs> big black yeah. styrofoam, and there's the tag on it. And the lady's like, was there a steak in here when you got it, when you picked it up? I'm like, yeah, but I ate it before I got here. And she's like looking at me horrified. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that was not my best moment, but what are you hey, going to do? Hey, man, I might have been talking a little bit of uh, you're my new hero. <laughs> Dude, I had to do it. I, if I wasn't like, if I wasn't like the protein aisle or something like that, I would have grabbed the protein bar, but I was in literally, I thought I was going to pass out because I haven't had anything to eat in like six hours. So I was like, it so i say i just grabbed the meat and i just started eating it and the lady's standing there and she's looking at me horrified I'm like I'm it's sorry. insane it's insane man because your body will let you know what you need oh sure uh, and, yeah and, uh, there's but, been so I mean, many times that i've i've been walking around going like all right i've eaten this i've eaten this and my body's going can you please put some meat inside of me yeah. so that we can carry on with the day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's your genes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Your gene. And, but then when the cashier goes, was there a steak in here? You go, uh, oh, is that I don't know. I'm, I'm shocked. I, I thought there was. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said that. Literally, I didn't know that there was. Uh, don't you put the steak in There it? was a steak in here. I, 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 I blacked out. <laughs> I blacked out. <laughs> Gainer tell you what used to be in this package. <laughs> like, I, I was told by I, the butcher that you put them in here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, the way that I realized in my life that I loved steak rare was me and Border Patrol Doug and this other kid named uh, Luck, who, by the way, was the most unlucky person I've ever met. In my life. Like, he literally like got hit by a crotch rocket. He, oh. this, this guy, if if it wasn't for bad luck, he'd have no luck at all. Yeah. But he, so he was like always bringing in money from these lawsuits from like getting hit by a brick around <laughs> construction site or some. <laughs> we all went camping one time, and luck spent like eight hundred dollars on food for us. We we're only going to be there two days. Sounds like the river trip. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, river. Dude, we all got hammered one night, the first night, and we're like, you know, cooking steak on the fire 
like on a stick, just like <laughs> cutting it up into cubes, and and we're starving to death. So <laughs> I'm literally rare. putting my steak over the fire for like 30 seconds and then eating it, and I'm like, God damn, man, this tastes so much better than does. like overcooked. And from then on, I'm sorry, man. I, I'm just saying that's when I realized that I love rare beef because overcooked beef gets a terrible taste to it. It gets a terrible yeah. texture. It it's pulls. Yeah. It pulls. It pulls. It's, it's, it's awful. Pulls. <laughs> yeah. I don't like terrible. meat that pulls. I don't like digging meat out from between my teeth. I want that down my gullet. Hashtag oh, yeah. render the fat. You got to <laughs> yeah. render the fat. Yeah. Yes. I went to a restaurant with Matt one time, and I don't think it was a porterhouse. It was um, a ribeye. Ribeye, yep. And yeah. it was like a 42-ounce ribeye. Oh, Holy sh**. I just <laughs> 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 And the, the ribeye, they had to put it on two plates. Yeah. And Matt got a ribeye, and I got the ribeye, right, with steak fries, right? So I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, this looks good, right? So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to eat it, everything. I'm like, because I'm not big on fat. That's why I get the sirloins all the time. So I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to eat it all. He's paying for it. It was like a $20 ribeye, and it was like a it was a 42 ounce or something like that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to eat it. So he's like... Oh, I'm going to finish this, too. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't even do any forks and knives. I pick it up by the bone, and I'm eating it. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you're supposed to use a fork. I'm like, no, no, I'm sorry. God gave me two hands, baby. God gave me two hands, and I'm going to use them tonight. That's it, man. Full rack of ribs all day long. Oh, I went over. I went. I went to the grocery store today, and I got paid today for my new job, finally. Nice. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was really <laughs> I, uh, I I went to the grocery store today and I bought I bought like a bunch of boneless skinless thighs chicken thighs there you go because if you eat uh, I, and I don't care if I offend anyone that's listening if you eat chicken breast you're a loser because it's dry and terrible not I like I cook it boneless skinless thighs yes and uh, I put them on the grill on uh, indirect heat. Yep. And I got a nice oh. fire going, and I put about a two and a half inch. Now, I'm not super proud of the <laughs> steak I bought. It was a big two and a half inch New York strip. Ooh, Ooh very nice. <sighs> yeah, it took me about an hour and a half to grind the bone off of the meat, but yep. <clears throat> I cooked that for about 45 seconds on the grill. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. <sighs> just to let you know, I just right now just keep, no, just keep going fine. just keep I going understand. i'm almost there i can't wait to use a grill this year dude except i in the snowstorm the other three, day i used my grill we, I don't got give two, a we got two feet of snow <laughs> three days ago man you guys are just getting killed and we're yeah. in colorado where it's everyone 60 degrees today yeah everyone oh, thinks Jesus. that colorado winter is so brutal no it's not it's 10 degrees yeah. outside right yeah, now yeah it's cold yeah we're, hey, I, we're sitting out in the garage in t-shirts right now. Oh, God. It's 15 <laughs> degrees out right now. We're sitting here freezing. Hey, so did, there's, there's natural gas. Things. What are you guys smoking? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys smoking I, I'm smoking a Pall Mall. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Mark's not smoking anything. I was <laughs> like, man, what, are you, what, what the <laughs> is that? I'm like, what kind of cigar <laughs> is that? <laughs> Wait, were you able to smoke uh, your Irish walls? What? 
Were you able to smoke your Irish walls? What? Well, for today, sorry, because it's Saint, it's Saint Patrick's Day, so, so we changed uh, the name from dude. Berlin Wall to Irish Wall. Oh, uh, sorry, no, we didn't smoke those. We did dude. listen to the wall. Yeah, we deployed <laughs> the wall. There you go. But yeah. and I had a Mickey's forty ounce, so I, I, I didn't get my uh, my corned beef in this uh, St. Patty's Day. St. Patrick's uh, Day is amateur day. I I drink too much to deal with these people at bars. I <laughs> pussies. Like, oh, I started drinking this morning, mother. I've been drinking all my life. With me, dude, dudes, you got to come down I'm the Sarko, man. You got about that. I was I was repeating something that Dave Chappelle said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, couch! <laughs> Breaking your house, rub my feet on your couch! <laughs> yeah, rub my feet on this couch. Hell yeah! Charlie Murphy. I what? saw this one time in, in training, Johnson. Apparently, this <laughs> broke in and hung up picture of his family all over the place. <laughs> Sprinkle some crack on him, let's get out of here. <laughs> what did the five fingers say to the face? Slash the last. <laughs> Charlie Murphy. Oh, Charlie God, Murphy. God rest Doctor. that motherfucker's soul, man. Charlie Murphy's dead. Yep. Yeah, oh, that sucks. I know. I'll, I'll send you a picture Is of uh, lupus? our. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. He died of lupus. Yeah. Oh, dude, Charlie Murphy, man. I'm not trying to interrupt anyone, but no, the the great thing about Charlie Murphy is he's a great storyteller. Yeah, his, I was just gonna say his that. comedy. His comedy is not that good, but when he starts telling a story, uh, he's better than his brother. Brilliant. Better than his brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think In so that too. aspect, I mean, and when he's storytelling, he's better than his brother, but it's Eddie Murphy is a funny man. Yeah, absolutely. Eddie Murphy, all his movies, everything. His stand-up was a lot better than his movies. But that's, yeah. how, that's how it is with comics, though. They're unleashed when they're on the stage, but when they're in movies, they have to stay within the character, I guess, the script limits, you know? Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing Charlie Murphy in CB4. Oh, which was, yeah, I mean, that was, a, that was a great movie. I, 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 times have changed. Yeah. There'll never be another movie like CB4. Nope. No. Because if you tried to make a movie like that. CB4. Yeah, you've never seen Chris, CB4. Chris Rock. Chris, Chris Rock, Rock was technically um, Easy E, technically like almost like a parody of like yep. Easy E's um, life and everything like that. Not his he, life, but it was like supposed to be like a parody of NWA <laughs> type of thing. And CB4 was Cell Block Four. It was yeah. like a kind of a a little bit of a prison comedy. Where let me ask you guys this, man. Uh, honestly, I kind of want to change the subject a little bit. Well, I want to say. Uh- Mark for interrupting me. <laughs> 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 yeah, if I had a nickel, if I had a nickel for every time Ricky did that to me tonight, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I did. have a million dollars. So I'm sorry. <laughs> no, for from rapping to acting, <clears throat> who's the best? Like most depth. I love his range of acting, and I yeah. love uh, him and you know Talib Kweli doing Black Star and all that stuff. Yeah, but he's Are a fantastic English. Uh, please. I, I'm familiar with I'm familiar with most death in like a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He was in like or, yeah. with uh, Bruce Willis. It was like 23 blocks or something. Yeah, I thought it, that was a good uh, movie. Was, yeah, that was a great movie. And he was in the Italian Job. He was fantastic yeah. in the Italian Job. He's a he's a good uh, actor. He's yeah, a very good I actor. Agree. How about uh, a little Marky Mark? Of course, Mark Wahlberg. What yeah. do you mean, uh, Shooter Dirk Diggler? Yeah, Dirk Diggler Dirk for sure. Pretty much everything, I guess. 
Yeah, I, I'm a big fan, man. I, that's, Except for the happening. That's it. Yeah, that was the trees are killing people. Come the <laughs> on, man. Come on. The only thing that I thought was crazy out of that movie, where the people are driving, the whole family is driving uh, on the street, and they go no breaks into the tree. Did you see that? Uh, I yeah. I always fixated on the guy who. Starts the John Deere lawnmower oh, and somehow and lays, keeps it running. Yeah, and lays underneath it. I can't keep my thought and lay underneath it. it can, no, as soon yeah. as you get off, it's got a pressure thing on. Yeah, the, as soon as you get off, it starts. Unless he Jerry Jerry rigged it somehow. I don't know. But well, it's the a movie. trees told him what to do. Yes, yeah, the trees. <laughs> so speaking of posting stuff on your Facebook page, did you see what I put up there on yours? Yeah, yeah, that woman. Was that funny? Jelly vest. Border Patrol, Doug. Yeah, it was, it was like I love her. That's border. <laughs> that do? was Border Patrol. Which, Doug that that uh, commented on that. We love that guy. Uh, so keeping the, this country safe. They were talking about the Scotty vest on their oh, last yeah. episode. Scotty night. vest. Scotty vest. We can put yeah. all your your tablets and phones all and everything shit in, in the vest. Oh, and it's yeah. like a pocket thing. That oh goes yeah. Out. Right, yeah, and I said Scotty we, vest. You got to check this thing out. So there's a space. There's a video that I found. Yeah, uh, somebody had on Facebook, and it's this woman walks up to the camera. Does the lipstick thing, puts yeah. it in her purse, and then she pulls her skirt up, and she's got these like shorts underneath with pockets in them. Oh, right. And she pulls out a gun. Oh nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulls the clip out of it. She pulls out another clip out of there. <laughs> there you then go. she pulls up her. her oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. And a couple of other that guns and knives and shit come out. She's wearing all these weapons underneath. Yeah, you would never that, know. That's the, well, they have that's that, the that video shit. That that's the video that Dave posted to our website. That's awesome. <laughs> That's we're gonna, we're gonna post that other video. Yeah. <laughs> we'll post something. Molly, <laughs> Mark's, Mark's new procedure. Let's, let's talk about raw meat. So, so yep. Border Patrol Doug yeah. like that one, huh? That's good. Yeah, Border Patrol Doug loves everything. He <laughs> he's this mother been one of my best friends for uh, the better part of thirty years, and I mean I remember just to have fun when we were younger before we could drive. We would, uh, you know, he'd stand up against a wall, and I'd uh, launch tennis balls at him with a tennis racket. What? Yeah, just like see if you can get out of the way. Just dodge. <laughs> yeah, you can dodge a tennis ball. Yeah, I remember. Dodge, dodge I remember, Yeah, I remember one time blood was pouring out of his ear, and we did not stop. Oh. Should have gone into the tent. That's tell- a that's a concussion. Yeah, I know, Doug. I- I'm telling you, Doug, the Border Patrol, Doug. Is probably the toughest I've ever met in my life. Yeah, but I mean, Nick. Well, you haven't I'm seen not him that yet. tough. I'm not Doug that tough. would fight anyone. He 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 didn't look for fights, but if oh, someone bumped into him at the wrong <sighs> time or whatever, he'd be like, "Yeah, excuse me." And if they were like, "Hey, you bumped in," uh-uh, it's on. And Doug is beating this. Down, nice. Boston Bruins fan. Boston yeah. Bruins fan. Big by the way. Bruins guy. He's <laughs> he's the one I was talking about. That yeah. had the big Boston Bruins tattoo on his arm. Oh. This guy. I anytime like anytime we went anywhere, I was always comfortable. I almost bought those shorts. <laughs> Nick's watching the video. The girl. <laughs> yeah. What would you put? What would you put in them though? I mean, um, uh, so let's say the you're shorts, not a gun owner, but let's say uh, if you had to put something, would you put a uh, confectionery? Would you put in snacks or sirloin, ooh, sirloin strip? 
Yeah. I'd put some Boneless like, chicken breasts. Some, some chicken thighs. No, I'd put like maybe a turkey leg in that. Some sirloin tips in them. Man, I almost the bought those shorts, dude. Leg with the pockets? Yeah, because they have. So, tips. sorry, guys, to interrupt you. No, so, no, on the, no so on the video, turkey the lady. legs are terrible. Yeah, they're too, too sorry, veiny. Man, they're, they're, there's too much gristle in a turkey yeah. leg. They pull too much. I have. It's I'm too not much. Down. Both. <sighs> it's it's nice to have when you go to fairs because we have a yeah, bunch of fairs in the fall time, and it's nice to have. But and it's like, oh, you're walking around with this huge turkey leg, but it's it's, it's too much in that. Give me a whole turkey. I'll clean it out. <laughs> but anyways, I was I was thinking about buying some of those shorts because the reason being is I carry all the time. And my ho- all my holsters are Kydex. So uh-huh. all my Kydex holsters, you have to wear jeans with a belt, which sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So because it's smaller your back kind of thing? No, or? I always have it on my hip. The reason being is because okay. when I got used to doing on my hip because when I was in law enforcement, that's pretty much all I, all I carried was on my hip. When you're in law enforcement, they train you. Sure. They... They kind of okay. Well, this is where if you're a righty, th- your 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 mags have to go on the left side. You can't have anything behind your your pistol. You have and to your have your holsters on the right. Right, and-, and everything has to be in the front. You can't have anything <laughs> in the small of your back because when you go and say like you're getting in a fight with some th- somebody Good. and you fall on your back, you're not breaking your back. If you have like right. a, a radio or something like that, which always makes me laugh because all in the cop shows that you see their radios are are, right. are on their back. That's not true at all. In the real world, there's nothing on your back. If you ever see a cop in, in the street, nothing is on their back of their belt. Uh, um, I've seen uh, handcuffs. Handcuffs right? you could do. Handcuffs you could do because Not flesh with your body, it, right? Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking about that because most of the time, I'm going again. I'm going to the gym and I'm. <laughs> no, I know, but most no, of the time, deadlifting. I know, deadlifting. Yeah, we yeah. get it, dude. But most of the time, most of the time, I'm in sweatpants, so I can't wear my Kydex holsters. So a lot. So I'm just I was, gonna start talking about how much I drink. That's okay. I was drinking the other night, and I started like this guy. Like all he talks about is I was at the gym. (laughs) We get it. We get it, dude. You go to the gym. Yeah, I know. All right. right. So instead of buying the shorts, I bought a shoulder holster, like a 1985 detective. See, that's what I was gonna ask you about. Is I mean, I only see FBI or. you know, as far as movies go, FBI yeah. or Axel, um, yeah, dude, Beverly Hills, Axel Foley, Axel Foley, Axel Foley. Well, I, I, I do a shoulder holster because I wear sweatpants all the time. Before we wrap this up, because it's one thirty over here in the morning, um, pussies. Uh, well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta open up a cigar shop tomorrow. So he's gonna get to the gym first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna be the gym. He's gonna be at the gym in two hours after he eats his meat. Meat. Yeah. You know what I try to tell him? I work. I work for a guy when we all used to. You know, we're all younger, right? We all used to work out. And as he's out there smoking his cigarette, he says, "Listen." He says, "Let me tell you guys something." God only gives you hot so many beats. You guys want to waste them in the gym? Go ahead. <laughs> I will. Thank yeah. you. I will. Um, now, I, I have one more question with the, the gun holsters. Yes. The thigh gun holster seems to be the best 
aesthetically the best gun holster. Like if you just have it, that like seems a thigh to be holster the or now. Wait, what do you mean a thigh holster? Like inside your thigh? No, I mean, well, not like Ronda Rousey or anything. Cowboy gotta, way. <laughs> when you got a oh, Tears of the Sun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, now these guys know. About. These yeah. guys know. Bruce Willis. Uh, yeah. yeah. Bruce Willis. Yeah. They all have the thigh pistol holder. Yeah. That to me seems to be the most badass pistol holder of having it just attached to your thigh. Does it have any relevance of any sort of usage? Only at the range. You see in New Hampshire, I'm pretty sure it's over there too. Because you guys have open carry, right? Yeah. yeah. It is it's usually in the small of everyone's back. Yeah, like. you know, yeah. it, it, I, I, it I disagree, is. Mark, I, no. I apologize. I, I and I don't mean to interrupt you, bro. Uh, yeah. When I worked over at Jiffy Lube, there was like three there that always, always had guns, and they were always on their hip inside their pants. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, and I'm like, is that really? How easily can you? Slide your hand down into your pants to pull your gun out to kill someone who is causing you harm. But see, that's I, I, see, that's the thing too. Where where I always when I talk about guns to other people, if you're going to carry your weapon every day, make sure one you know what it is, right. and two you can engage a target properly. So if yes. you're carrying, I used to carry inside the waistband all the time just to be concealed so because I traveled back and forth into Mass and New Hampshire so I did the whole thing with inside the waistband because just so people won't freak out to see like the silhouette sure. and stuff like that but if you're going to do that train for it you know what I mean like okay I'm going to do inside the waistband but make sure that you go to the range and you train that way for it so Keep instead of like a lot of people will be like, okay, well, I'm gonna do a thigh holster only when I go to the range. That's stupid. I'm behind you. Wear it all the time because Uh-oh. if you're, yeah, these guys, are, these guys are taking off. If you're, you know, inside the waistband and then when you go to the range, you have full tactical gear. It, you know what I mean? It's 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 pointless because in the real world situation, you're not gonna know where your gun is. You're not gonna know how to take off your jacket or pick up your 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 shirt. You don't to get have to that you. Uh, muscle memory, right? Exactly. So when I go to the range, I always, if I can, um, like I usually, I can shoot in my backyard. So what I do is I do drills where I pick up my sweater or pick up my shirt. And draw from my holster so I have that muscle memory. So if I do have to engage a target to protect myself or protect the guys here, I can do so in a, in, in an accurate fashion. You know what I mean? I just, it's, I just feel like there needs to be no concealed carry. Just carry your gun yeah. on your hip. But I, again, I too, people get offended. So that's, yeah, you know what I mean? I, exactly. That, that, that's my, Starbucks that's my opinion. Say, uh, we don't, we don't like that. And, no, but it's a yeah. lot, and it's fine for they, open they, carry. They won't like it until someone gets shot up in their restaurant, right. and then they'll and then they'll go. Fuck. All right, let people come in here with just a gun on their hip. Right, it needs to go back to the old west. People didn't talk. <laughs> no, people didn't. <laughs> you get shot. People weren't <laughs> in the old west because you got a hog leg on your on your thigh. That say one more word. I'm just going to draw and shoot, and that's it. Pretty much. Don't bring your guns to town, Bill. Leave your guns at home, Jim. I forget the name, but don't <laughs> bring your guns to town. Uh, it needs to be just open carry 
just carry. Well, a, it is open carry. Well, well I, not I, sorry, we're getting, I think arguing. that if it was more open carry, bro, yeah, I might I, take a class and get a gun. And But and I mean, learn. it is open carry. It, it's not. It can't be more open carry than open carry. <laughs> it true. is open carry. <laughs> She's off. <laughs> I think oh, we're no. probably. I think we're okay. playing you guys out. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we, gotta, <laughs> we gotta go, guys. We gotta go. But just, just to give, just to it, give, I'll be the happiest. Hey, just, just to give you guys the heads up before we go, I just want to let you know, uh, Dave is gonna send you some Nat Shermans, the TAA approved Nat Shermans. He's gonna send oh, you guys nice. one. So. Uh, We'll have those on the way for you as well. And uh, you guys also talked to Rob from 724 as well, right? Yeah. So he's, sure. so he's going to try to send you guys some new stuff as well. I'm looking out the window every day for the mailman. <laughs> well, <and laughs> ah, nice. We need, we need to get you guys on our show. What? Hey. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm not sure how to do everyone at once, but maybe one at a time if you guys want to come on or two at a time or uh, whatever your schedule works out. As. Yeah, we're sure. going to be recording on Sunday nights, unfortunately. So, What time on Sunday nights in your time? Because it's two hours advance for us. Yeah, yeah. that might be trouble. So yeah. we might have, we'll have to work something out. Yeah, we'll start it out, man. Yes, we will. So much, that would be nice. So much fun to talk to you guys. You <laughs> called and I was on my way home from work. And I got home and me and Mark were like playing a little bit of pool and you called back and I was like, man, of course we can hook our up. We've been recording this entire thing. Nice. So, this is awesome. Bonus. <laughs> bonus episode. So hey, sure. on, on our last episode, we got hooked up with the uh, the guy from Maryland there, the guy with the RV. And, yeah. And he yeah. was on our nice. last show, not the, the, the one that's going to post Monday. He, he did a, a remote from uh, Maryland. For the he, nice. was at, he was at a lounge and he reviewed it for us, so yep. it was pretty cool. Sweet, that sounds like a great time. Yeah, yeah Did you guys uh, hear uh, from Jimmy? By yes. the way, oh, yes. that was did you guys get thing that email? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, actually, we went through it on the on the show we just did. Yep. Nice. <clears throat> oh, okay, cool. So, he does our uh, famously our Halloween show, and uh, <laughs> he's a paranormal investigator. I'm yep. saying this without uh, without judgment. He's nuts. Uh, I I love I love I love his take on things and uh yeah. it's interesting. Jimmy Jimmy has been my friend for way more than thirty years and I, I meant to send you guys an email or, or some kind of message to apologize for the length oh, it was of great. the email uh, it that was he great. sent. I read you. the whole thing. I was I was it was riveting. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah. I mean so I just kind of paraphrased it on the episode. We went through the all of the points and it was it was great. Now, oh God, he's gonna boing. <laughs> now, did you guys play? We played the podcast that we had you on. Have you played your special podcast that we were on? We've we played part of it. Yeah. Well, um, we played part of what the show was. Uh, yeah. We didn't play the afterwards. Yeah, we kind of we we kind of wanted to to pass that on to you guys. And like you know, uh, draw our listeners to your website. If oh, you know what I mean, cool. yeah. you know, you know, we weren't trying to we weren't trying to draw anyone from your website. Well, or, there's nobody or your... to draw, so that's so not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> although, although the curling was pretty funny, I had some people from work say to me, "What the f- is curling?" Everybody was looking it up. 
Well, if I wouldn't trust anyone that doesn't know what curling is. It's it's one of the greatest sports ever. Comedy Chris. Chris goes, what the f*** is curling? <laughs> I've seen laughing. it. it was, the, the, now, do you have to wax the stone? No. <laughs> now, I believe it's laminated by the Olympic body. All and, of those uh, stones come from the same island, too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all made from the same... Granite, it's granite. Yeah, yeah. Yep. New Hampshire, New Hampshire. Oh, yeah, they came from. Yeah, they came from uh, the country, New Hampshire. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're imported. They're imported. No, because if you had to wax the stone, we were going to try to make a independent curling movie, waxing the stone. Wax. <laughs> A documentary. First, first it was well, romancing the stone. Now there's waxing. Yeah, waxing the stone. The stone. Okay, oh. hold on. Now you guys have to watch uh, Pitching Hope. Oh yeah, by oh, uh, a director fuck. friend of ours. It's on Amazon. It's about uh, horseshoe pitching. Yeah, really? Tony waxing the stone. Tony <laughs> seems to be in the name? Tony Mendoza. Tony Mendoza. I, yeah, yeah, I knew he had a Spanish last name. I love waxing that guy. the stone. Is right up there with pitching hope. It would be a fantastic. <laughs> movie. If, if you guys have Amazon Prime, check out Pitching Hope. Really, it, oh, and, check it out tomorrow and pitch out Life in the Hole. Life in the Hole, of course. Yeah, he's a director oh, that's been on our show a he's, couple times. He's he's from Vegas, and and he he has said he's gotten a lot of <laughs> from Pitching Hope. Oh, this is not a great movie, but. <laughs> It's fun to watch. It. It's I fun literally to watch. love that movie. I might go in and watch it right now. We, we, we got to try this sport. We have to. So, I ain't trying, man. We'll get some old granite countertop and whip it down the, <laughs> whip yeah. it down the ice rink. Yeah. Yeah. You let me know now when you get you guys, Now you guys got the now idea of how that out. sport started. <laughs> <laughs> some some guy was building his wife a kitchen. He's like, threw it up and slid down the driveway. And he said, hey. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, yeah. wait a minute. You know, you know, Perhaps if I sweep the We'll go to Home Depot. We'll buy some brooms. <laughs> buy some brooms. Buy some brooms. Oh, and, uh, hey. Some discontinued countertops. Yeah. yeah. It still costs us a phenomenal. <laughs> like, wondered about the origins of a lot of sports. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that one makes as much sense as anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you guys were, if you guys were like, sliding kettlebells, um, Nick would understand that because he does that at the gym. Oh, yeah. that's CrossFit. That's CrossFit. Fit bull- I deal with the 45s, man. That's it. <laughs> yeah, like sledgehammers are for knocking down walls. They're for demo. Right. They're not for hitting tractor tires. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You know? And doing burpees after you yeah. hit the tractor. And burpees. Ropes are meant to, to climb or whatever. They're not meant to whip something that's connected to a wall. They're no. not meant to make a cosine. No. Nope. One last thing here. I'm looking at our stats. Episode 17 was the one we did with you guys. Is and yep. now the officially the most listened to episode on. All right, there yeah, you go. Man. Thank you, we guys. Had the best, that was a riot. The best time. That was great, man. That was awesome. Yep, it had three hits. <laughs> we looked at our numbers. You guys didn't do f- all for us. So oh, go f- yourselves. <laughs> So oh, much fun. Yeah, that man. was fun. No, we, we had a spike. We yeah, had a spike. I know we did. We had a spike. We had a spike of every one of your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All three of them, yeah. I was one of them. I was one of them. Yeah. Man, it, it's just so much fun. We I, do have uh, Tate Keegan, who's in New Hampshire. If you yeah. guys 
on an off chance, if you guys know Tate Keegan, he's in New Hampshire. Yeah, he was like, he was like the cigar hacks from New Hampshire. I didn't know and that. And he knew twenty. Isn't he the guy that does all the like the cow tipping? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> if he does, good for him. <laughs> pretty sure he's tipping. Isn't that everyone there? No. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, all right. we got to uh, sign off here. This guy sounds good. good. All right. He's got to go to bed. No, oh, I got to get these four hours of sleep in the morning. I got to go to, I got to work out in the morning. <laughs> I'm not even going to work out. I'm going straight to the shop, man. Right. right you are. Yes, to, I am. Going to smoke cigars. <laughs> I'm going to go. In the morning. Yeah. I'm going to go. So what time is the store actually open? Nine o'clock. But are I you get kidding on a Sunday? Yeah, Must be New Hampshire. Must be New Hampshire. And at 11, 11, 11 o'clock, the bartender, man, the bar manager gets there. She yeah. opens at eleven thirty. Wow. Right. Me and me and Mark got to finish our voiceover work here. Nice. <laughs> Enjoy. Early <laughs> in the morning, in the whatever Fuck light it. of the canyon. <laughs> That's, That's funny. All right, gentlemen. All right. You peace have out. A wonderful night. Talk to you. Have a good no, one. We'll on. talk again. Take on. Okay, so that was a bit of uh, unexpected, what do you call it, serendipity there with the yeah. with the guys from Colorado. Man, Nick and Brett were really going at it, so <laughs> that's pretty good. It's kind of like a whose line is it anyway. Yeah, it was kind of like episode. that. Yes, yes, whose line is it anyway. That's it. Those are my special guest appearances. The special guest. Brooklyn chick. The Brooklyn chick. We have to thank the Brooklyn chick. That's what I got the- comments on in Texas was... Where are you from? And they either would say New York, New Jersey, or Boston. So to people in Texas, I guess Boston and New York accents are interchangeable. Though I can't North. imagine how. Yeah. Well, can you tell of. the difference between Texas and Louisiana? Dep- no, I don't think so. Well, there you go. They can. Yeah, I'm sure. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's, I'm sure. And my hair. That's a I oh, really your like hair. your hair. Uh-huh. I like it because it's, because it's my turquoise highlights. Everybody finds that very interesting. Yeah. The cigar is excellent. Yeah, more porn music. Porn music? Yeah, it's porn music. I'm going to roll out the show here. Thanks to the panel. The panel is... Is... The chick from Brooklyn. Brooklyn chick. The Brooklyn chick. Sad. It is the Brooklyn chick, not it the, is the chick Brooklyn. from Brooklyn. No, it's the Brooklyn, Brooklyn chick. Brooklyn chick, right? Scar Act Dave. That's it. Okay. And thanks to all the guys on the recording there. Nick, Rick, Chris, Mark, and Brett. Yeah. That was a beautiful thing. That was. I have to thank the listeners. Don't forget, made it through another one. And our social media tag is Cigar Hacks on all usual channels. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, CigarHacks.com. See you next time on the Cigar Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc. And tap dancing. And (laughs) tap dancing. So, uh, turquoise highlights. They like that down in Texas. They love my turquoise hair. Oh, yeah? That's cool. Yeah.